I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines with puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got him rolling in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ARC. Just scared the living Jesus out of me. <laughs> so, let me do it like this. So we are now live on YouTube. Alrighty, let's get it. Let's go. Grace Boogie is here. You want to do your intro first? No, I don't have no intro. I mean, it's just, you know, it's laid back. All right. This, this is the morning time right now. Oh, okay. We're getting ready to have some coffee. <laughs> about coffee. Run it back. Grace is here. I'm here. The show directed by Justin Treats. Clarence is here as well. Our guest today is founder of Don Carvajal Cafe. Yes, sir. Cafe. Yes, sir. Hector Castillo Carvajal. Cafe. He's in the building. Welcome to the show, Hector. Rocking. Thank oh, you. He's got, you see, he's got his coffee ready. Yeah, it's one of those. Unfortunately, we don't shoot at 8 a.m. That would be so dope. I'll have a nice coffee right now. Hector, so tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, I've seen you everywhere. We got a lot of people in common, you know, Steve Lucy and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, I saw that you were with Aki Chilling. Shout out to Aki Chilling, the podcast. Uh, I've seen your product. Who is Hector? Let us give us some a uh, little background on you. And then talk about Don Carvajal Cafe. Life story. Life story. I want you to start from the, the humble beginnings. The humble beginnings to the million-dollar yachts you're in now. Okay, let's go. You ready? I, I love how you emphasize Cafe at the end. The nicest part right there. And that's it for me. <laughs> so uh, for me, like, uh, uh, I was born in the Dominican Republic in money. And that's a southern Ooh. region of the island. Uh, so your boy ate a lot of mangoes growing up. Let's uh, go. <laughs> I came to New York City, uh, to Bronx, to the Bronx in Fordham when I was eight years old. Uh, literally, like, two weeks after my birthday. It was like a gift. It was like, it was like a late birthday gift. Like, ooh, new country. What is this? You know? Uh, so it was everything brand new to me. I had a, you know, huge language barrier, culture shock. Um, and uh, how I'm sorry, how old were you when this happened? Eight years old. Eight. eight. All right. Yeah. So I came here uh, at an interesting time. You know, I think that's the age where you're like figuring out you're a human and you're alive and like. Straight up. What year is this? 2004. Okay. Yeah. So I came here, uh, started elementary school or at least, uh, 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 what do you call it here? Uh, Junior high school? Junior high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it, it was third I don't even know what would you consider that. Elementary, I, I don't know. Um, so, um, yeah, so I came to school here. Um, it was very interesting at first, uh, but I was always determined to just figure it out, move forward, learn, educate myself, um, and uh, went to middle school. It was it was cool. Um, very interesting going to middle school in the Bronx. I think I think 
2007, 8, 9, 10, 11 for like any teenager in New York City, which is interesting. Like it was a crazy time. Like you had a Mermon. It was like, yo, you know. <laughs> yo, what high school, what, what junior high school you went to? With the Chris, uh, oh, MS 45 on Fordham. Uh, Ooh, let's go 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I went to school around there. Uh, gang activity is pretty interesting around that time. You know what I mean? It was very interesting. Um, but uh, luckily, I didn't fall into the crazy stuff. Um, then I got into Christopher Columbus High School. Uh, at some point, um, I was doing good, but then I eventually dropped out of high school. Um, and I just started working, and uh, that didn't go too well. So my mom found out, um, and then she basically, you know you know that classic mom punishment where they send you to the yard? The old So they sent me to the campo, bro. Um, and I was there for six months, basically just farming and just picking onions and watermelons and squash and being a real life farmer. Like, you know, one day I really asked her, I was like, you know, I ran out of money. I don't have any more money. Can you send me some money? Because she was here and I was in the yard. Now you you gotta you gotta work for your money. Like that's how we, that's how we all got it growing up. You gotta go work. You gotta go wake up at five, go to the field, work. You know the whole the whole day in the sun and uh and get your money. And you're making like ten dollars a day. Like you're working like six, seven, eight dollars or pesos. Ten dollars. <laughs> ten dollars, which is pretty bad. Um, so that was that was very interesting for me. Um, and uh, once I saw that. That was that was it for me, you know. Uh, my biggest realization when I was over there was like uh, this mom who who had three children on the farm, and uh, I looked at her and I was like, oh man, like you know, shouldn't these kids be at school? Like you know, there's three kids, they're like 10, 10 11, 12, you know, and, and and they I think they should be in school. And she was like, well, if if they're not if they're not here, then I don't know how we're gonna sustain ourselves to eat dinner and breakfast, or like I don't know how we're gonna survive if they're not here working with me. You know what I'm saying? And I looked at that, I looked at her at that moment and I was like, damn, I sound like a hypocrite because I'm I'm in school in New York City and it's free. They even give you a metric card, they even give you food. And and I'm just over here, you know, messing around, you know, not going to school, cutting classes, messing around with my friends. Um, so at that point I came back and uh I went back to a transfer high school. I transferred to Smith. Um, it was Bronx Haven High School, you know, I graduated two years later, then I went to CUNY and studied uh, uh business administration. Then I switched to liberal arts and I graduated with my associates from CUNY. Um, then I went to University of Rochester upstate, which is where uh, Don Carroll Cafe sparked in my dorm. Um, and it was a class project for the University of Rochester. It was a marketing class project. And I wanted to make a, a, a marketing plan and a business plan or something. You know, the professor was like, you could do it for a brand like Porsche, BMW, Apple, Amazon. I was like, nah, I don't want to do it for them. They already got the, their stuff. I want to do it for something that I was thinking about. And it's this coffee brand. And he was like, listen, if you could convince your team um, that, that, you know, that they're comfortable with it and they want to, and that's what they actually want to do because it's a team project. Yeah. Uh, then uh, yeah, sure. You guys call do it. So then luckily they said, yes, we did it. Ending of the term, we got top of the class, best grade for that, for the marketing project. And uh, that's that at the ending of the presentation, uh, this is this is a call from one of my friends at Onyx, right? And uh, at the ending of the presentation, uh, there was a there was a bag on the table. It was like two of them, and somebody from the back of the class was like, "Hey, that bag right there is that bag for sale?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, seventeen ninety five. And she was like, "Well, I got a twenty. And I was like, "I was like, I don't got change." She said, "You can just keep the twenty. And just threw me a twenty, right? And bought the bag. I was like, "This girl just bought a bag for twenty dollars." My mom, 
My mom buys two for five Bustelos and stuff. Like, man, you giving me $20 for a bag of coffee. Yeah. That's different. So, okay, I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So then somebody else asked, and they bought another bag. And then I was like, all right, cool. That's all I needed to know. I went I went to my dorm that same day. I took my credit card, and I reserved the name <laughs> in New York State. <laughs> I, swear to God, I took the name, and I was like, yeah, I'm reserving that name real quick. Like, you know, um, like it, it, it was a good good idea, good plan. People liked it. Um, and, and I did the research, man. Like, it made sense. Like, you know, the coffee industry is growing. Um, every day, every year, every month. Um, we, the coffee has been huge forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we up on that culture. But now we're moving to this wave where it's like, it's not craft. Just, yeah. Craft different craft, brands, just like, like the beer. Exactly. It's like craft beer. Same thing. Craft, yeah. You know what I mean? So now we're moving to this new picture where people are treating it like wine. You know what I mean? Like, like this box, you know, costs $60. $60 for, for eight ounces of coffee. Yo, there's a I forgot the name of my brother. So for Christmas, he gave me um, I forgot the name of the stupid coffee, but it's super expensive because basically what they do is they feed coffee beans to cats. You know which one that is? I'm talking about. And they wait for the coffee beans to process through the cat's body. And once it comes out, they take those beans and they make coffee out. Yes, like $300 a pound. What? So it's one of the most expensive coffees on this planet. But to get back to your point, um, no, no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> not just gonna skip over the fact that you drank. Uh, oh no, I didn't drink it. Then he gave me the coffee as a gift, and I don't have the machine that goes with those pots. Mm. All right. So, but Benny wants to try it. Benny wants to try it. The Nespresso ones, probably. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the small espresso uh, caps. So coffee, just like beer, like in the last, I would say, five to ten years, craft beers have become a thing. Like people don't want a Bud Light. Give me an IPA. What type of IPA? Where is it done? Um, I'm drinking a Blue Moon right now, and I'm mad at myself because when I went to the store, I went to get a specific pumpkin beer, and they didn't have it. Coffee is the same thing. When I go drink coffee and I'm buying the bag, you know, we grew up in our household with that yellow canister. Yeah. Three Straight things up. that were always there was milk, that yellow canister, and sugar. Yeah. Um, but now we're moving into, you know, is this from Colombia? What type of beans? What type of flavor? What type of roast? Um, cold brews. There's Yo. just so much. Yo, but how did, how did you make the connection? I feel like, you know, I know that you, that, that, that agricultural background that you had, in your teenage years, when you were, you know, that that period of time that you mentioned, but like, why specifically coffee? Like, what was the? Because I know it's Don Carvajal. I don't really know who that is, but I'm gonna assume. I'm, I'm assuming that's his last name. No, yeah, yeah. That's that's my last name. And I'm assuming that that's it's like an ancestor of yours, or like, yeah. or your uncle or grandfather or something. Yeah, it's my grandfather. Yeah. So the last name is Carvajal, and that's my mother's dad. Um, and, uh, when, when, when I came up with the idea, you know, I wanted to be a brand that people looked at it and it felt natural. Like it was just like, oh, this, this, this brand looks like, you know, it's something that has been in the family for generations. And it's not that we haven't done coffee for generations. We've been a family of agriculture for a really long time. We just never did. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I built the brand, I wanted the people to have this real figure, like who they could trust. You know what I mean? Like it seems trustworthy. It seems like a family brand. I'm you know what I mean? Um, so that that's really the concept that I wanted to convey from it. 
And uh, I just wanted people to rock with it, to feel natural with it, to feel organic. And uh, and just, you know, let us in their homes. Like, welcome us. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a big task to sit on somebody's shelf. Like, you know, you I mean, that's And that's a dope legacy, you know, to like even establish. Leave behind, yeah, and establish. Right, right, right. Yeah, and sometimes I get that question, you know, would I ever sell my company? And it's tough because I attach my family's name to it. You know what I mean? Like, if it was a different name, you know, Don Julio and Julio, I don't even know who that is. Um, would have been whatever, like, yeah, I would have probably been more open to that. But just the fact that I attached the family component to it mm-hmm. makes it more hard for me to be like, yeah, I'll sell it. I'll sell it for a certain amount of dollars. Well, it, it's going to happen. One of these big conglomerates are going to come. and they're gonna, It's pretty scary. They're going to put a price on, on it it's and crazy. they're going to ask you. Like, I've, I've seen a lot of brands, you know, been sold once or twice and swap hands three times. At that point, like, the real meaning of the brand gets lost. You know what I mean? Like, when okay. There's been so many cooks in the kitchen, man. Like, it's just gets lost. Uh, and uh, I think about that all the time, you know, but hopefully uh, I can organically grow and just keep it rocking. And pass I mean, it. but we live in a day now. I mean, I know back in the day that it was easy. It was more kind of that style. I feel, though, nowadays more indie brands are surviving. They yeah. are building their own, you know, millions and billions and their companies and franchising out and growing a little bit more. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of hard work, but I think if there's a time now is is a is a great time for a lot of and not just you know brands and you see it you're seeing it with even artists you know so many artists aren't even backed up by by labels anymore they're they're just indie now because it's working because everything's driven by the people everything's driven by your fan base by you know your, your consumers right yo that's a that's a good point I feel like on your brand online. Um, it's really dope because I see I see it I see it as like a really like like uh, indie brand like that um, on your IG. Um, it, it, you guys put a lot. There's a lot of intent um, behind the way you guys showcase the stuff. I think Chris froze. Um, yeah, but right. now let's go to the heart and soul of the coffee, which is the bean. Yeah, take us through your process, man. I know it's it's it's. You, if you're going to start a brand where you want to have like an exclusive good coffee, you got to start with the beans. I mean, I make the joke all the time about Curvy Enthusiasm, Latte Larry, where Larry uh, David wants to start his own. And they, they have this joke where it's, oh, it's all about the beans. Like, how do you how do you go about your process, choosing what regions you want to use or how, what kind of beans you want to go with? Yeah. I always tell people that uh, there's a there's a, a title in coffee. It's called a cube grader. That's oh. the person who's a certified professional to grade and cup a coffee. Like they'll they'll tell you the truth about the coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like I don't know what you call it, the wine folks, uh, Smolino or something like that. What's the wine connoisseur? Uh, person that knows about wine. What's the name? It's connoisseur. Yeah, connoisseur. Yeah, wine connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yeah. Essentially, so it, the, for in coffee, it's called the curator. That's the person who's professionally certified yeah. to cup of coffee. I'm not that, um, but uh, one day I will be. Um, I just don't have the time right now. <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where I honestly like. I come from the Bronx, uh-huh. and I'll tell you this much: one roasting class in certain spaces that lasts an hour or two costs three thousand dollars. How right? much? Now I'm three thousand dollars. It's the roast coffee, right? Just not even about the green part. So 
I don't got that kind of money, right? Some people do, I don't, right? So I come from an environment where like I've always grown up in an underprivileged, under-resourced environment. So it was really mm-hmm. like, if, if it's either somebody's going to do it for you or you're going to do it for yourself, like you might go to a nonprofit, like, yo, listen, I'm trying to get this or that. If it works out, it works. But it does. if it doesn't, then it, it's on you. You know what I mean? Um, so No guarantees. No guarantees. So like I read books on coffee, you know, recommended by professionals in the industry because um, a book might cost $40, not $3,000. You know what I mean? So I think the knowledge that's in a book of $40 is worth that three, four, five, $10,000. You know, so point is, uh, myself educated myself you know i i really trust myself and my instincts um on what's good coffee um i i really i get to know my customers really well you know i put out stuff uh i give out a giveaway free coffee i'll mail you coffee i'll go to your house and drop some off maybe not now but before covid um, <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and i'll be like listen tell me what you think like what's your honest opinion like like now we have curing pods right but for the last eight months, I was dropping off pods at people's houses. Like, yo, just don't worry about it. Tell me what you think. And then they would give me feedback, and I would tweak it and do this and do that. And, like, eight months later, I have a box that's ready to sell. But that that's my process. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll get, like, 60 people's opinions before I even put it out. Um, but for me, um, I, just, I just know what my customers want. You got to get to know your customers. You know, you got to get to know your demographic. What do they want? How do they want it? You know, everybody's customer is different. You know what I mean? Uh, and I don't like saying other names, brands, but the typical brands, the leading brands that you go to every morning that are in your name, yeah. that are in Manhattan, they have a different demographic. You know, the way it works is like, if somebody buys coffee from me, it means they stop buying coffee from them. You really don't see people buying two types of coffees at the same time, or at least two brands. I mean, I, I do that uh, for specific reasons. Uh, it depends on my mood, what type of coffee I want to drink that day. Um, but I get what you're saying. People are loyal to right. their their brands. Right. So this brand loyalty and stuff like that, you know? So I really, my secret sauce, I would say, if I was to tell any up and coming entrepreneurs, really get to know your demographic and really get to know your customers. And then they're going to tell you what they want and they're going to tell you what they're looking for. And you need to be very, very attentive of what they say, because if you don't tailor it to what they're saying, then you're not going to get far, you know, relationship. You, if your girl says she doesn't like roses, then get her lilies. You know what I mean? Like listen yeah. to what you're saying and take it into consideration, you know? Um, and that's what I do with my customers. Um, and I always, even the smallest DM about anything, I look at it, I read it, I respond, you know, cause there, it's a real person giving you real feedback. Co- companies pay for feedback. You're getting it for free. You know what I mean? So I have a question because I am, believe it or not, not a coffee drinker. Okay. I, I don't. It's okay. the only Latin woman in the world that doesn't drink. Not only that, to make matters worse, <laughs> to make matters worse, I'm from Costa Rica. Well, so I like do damage to my own hair. <laughs> They're like, how could you not? Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm sorry. I the know. in Costa Rica right now have just taken away your Costa Listen, Rica card. My daughter, I, I, in a landslide, my daughter drinks coffee. She's five. Um, she'll ask me for a cup. I'm like, why? From where? I was like, mommy doesn't even own a cafetera. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I know. And I wa- so what would you say to somebody? Like, you know, I get that question. I'm a mom. I'm always working. How do you not drink coffee? I just, maybe I just haven't found, like you said, maybe I'm one of those type of people that like a certain 
twist, like a gourmet rather than whatever is out there. Cause I just don't seem to get the point. I can have like a caramel frappuccino and be okay, but like, I'm not going to go out there and like go have like a cafe con leche or a, like my best friend who is probably going to walk in any minute now. She loves coffee. She like cannot live without it. She, I, I, I remember we went on a trip to Puerto Rico and she was like, listen, I'm not going on this trip with you. I'm not getting on that plane. If you don't drink a shot of espresso with me. And I'm like, Okay, and I drink that. Coffee. Yeah, coño is really good. Yo, I was like this. Crash. <laughs> so that's maybe that's what I don't like about it. So what do you have like recommendations for a starter, for a new, for a newbie, for a new coffee drinker that knows that she doesn't Americano. like certain things, but maybe what could you, you know, recommend? Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I typically say for people like you to have maybe more like a darker roast. Um, because you might be used, like I, I call it the diesel coffee, you know what I mean? Like straight diesel. Darker rolls are much more stronger. <laughs> in the um, and uh, more people who like medium rolls, lighter rolls like me, uh, get that true flavor out of the coffee, but they might feel like they're not tasting coffee. Like some people who drink light rolls might be like, this tastes like tea because it's a really light-bodied coffee. Um, but uh, I would recommend a darker rolls for you. That way you can ease in from the most normal coffee down the spectrum of a roast and you could try different coffees and see what properties you get from it i like your style start dark go like let's do this yeah yeah you're gonna so, do it do it right <laughs> how many different uh styles of coffee have you or beans and grounds have you like flavors do you have currently on hold or is there just an original uh we have 15 15 jesus it's a lot we're starting to cut down on them because um, I, I like to treat my customers as, uh, very simplistic. Like I like mm -hmm. the point. Um, and uh, I offer every coffee in a light, medium, or dark roast. It's just that simple. Um, so besides the 15, there's three options of each. It's, it's five. That's a lot. It's five coffees, three different flavors. So oh, okay, okay. In Colombian, Brazilian, Dominican, um, and the Haitian one. And then we offer all three in a light, medium, or dark so that makes it 15 in total, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not that we add hazelnut flavoring here or yeah. coconut this there. Like, we don't do that, right? We just, it's just single origin from one farm, but one bean, one bag. Uh, you know what I mean? We can blend it. It's just single origin. Um, so we have 15, 15 varieties, um, but it's just because of different countries and different roasts. Um, Grace and is currently having some right now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're we're thinking about slimmering it down because I like making it very simple for my customers. So, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Coffee, you want it light, medium, or dark? You want Costa Rican, light, medium, or dark? How do you want it? Fine grind, medium, coarse. What are you looking to do? Cold brew? What are you looking to do? Espresso? And then I'll guide you through that process based on what you want or what you're looking for. You know, some Yo, people. I need, I need to. Try, I like I, I like the uh, Don Carvajal cold brew so far. I feel like that shit is so. It's a really good one because I feel like it's not really too strong. Sometimes cold brew can be really bitter because it, it gets like, I don't know, something about how they make it. But mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, add a little something to it, though. What do y'all add to it? That's it's like a little secret. Secret sauce, baby. Like a little secret. <laughs> there's like a touch in there. No, we make, we make it with a lot of love. You know what I mean? I just think. Uh, you know, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that it's mocada. I feel like it is. <laughs> but um but not even close you don't gotta confirm nor deny you don't gotta confirm nor deny i would say a cold brew uh i really put in a lot of work a good friend of mine like put together the recipe for me and then i experienced with it and he's sipping it right now 
Oh, right. <laughs> oh, by the way, I totally saw this. What's happening at Chef Poppy? Shout out to everybody at Chef Poppy's. No. Ed. Chef yo, I, if I'm going to try, if I'm going to try coffee, I just found where I'm going to go try it. <laughs> oh, you gotta hit it up. You got to hit it up. It's- yo, I don't think we said it a lot, but I actually bought this shit this weekend. You guys were at the um, the market right over here by Dewey Clinton High School. What's the organization that does it? Uh, which- uh, it's the James Baldwin on just uh, mm-hmm. James, James Baldwin online. Yeah, James Baldwin something. But they're right here on Dewey Clinton High School, the, the little market. You guys are there every Saturday, right? Yep, every Saturday. So I went and I got two bottles of the cold brew. Bro, but honestly, bro, like I said, from your social media, it cut out earlier. I don't know if you answered my question or not, but I feel like there's a picture. I picture you like frolicking in coffee uh, fields. Uh, <laughs> frolicking? What do you think? What do you think? Frolicking. Fields like coffee. Picking, picking which, picking which uh, blends you're going to use. And so, like, my thing is, like, do you go to places and check it out? Or is it something that you kind of try the stuff here and then you kind of figure out where you want to get it from? Or have you actually gone to places to be like, yo, I need to go here to check out what the... Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. What, whatever the process was before or, like, now even, what, what's, what's the process? Like? I'll tell you this much. I, I've been to farms pre-COVID. I went to farms during COVID. I was in the yard, like, three weeks ago. Oh. I landed, I hit the farm, I was not playing games. I just went straight to the field and I got to it. And we got to try different coffees and stuff like that. Um, so uh, it, it was a good experience. You know, three weeks ago, I flew to the farm. Um, uh, I spent five days there. I was disconnected from the world. And uh, what we do is we go to the farm, to, we see the process, we learn the history, we see uh, what kind of methods they use to be eco-friendly to be sustainable to see how we protect the soil uh, is the coffee shade grown is the coffee organic what do you do to make it organic keep it organic um, what do you do to protect the crops you know so there's a lot of questions uh you know uh when i sell coffee to my customers you know i hope that they trust me in the process of it being eco-friendly sustainable and all of these things and it's because we're a directly traded company so we buy it directly from that farmer you know what I mean? So I went to Columbia last summer. This summer I went to DR. Um, and every summer I make it a goal to go to a different country, different origin every time. So like I wanted to go to Costa Rica, but COVID is hard right now. I wanted to go to Brazil. Oh, and the rules and regs to getting in Costa Rica is ridiculous right now. Like yeah. So so yeah, so my origin trips have been really delayed, uh, but I, I pride myself on going and meet these people and meet these farmers, you know? So there's two kinds of tests you could do. They, there's a test where they could mail you the coffee and you could try it here, or you could actually just try it there. Um, and you get two totally different qualities because of the traveling, the ocean, the plane, the this, that, you know, the different humidity levels. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like to just go. And I'm, I'm a big people's person. So I like to be there. And, and you you hit me, like in Colombia, they hit me with this bandeja paisa, man. And then they Ooh. had... They had the in the morning. They had the, the hot chocolate. You throw the mozzarella. I was like, ooh. I'm all about the culture, man. I'm all about the culture. I'm all about Yo, the- all about the fucking culture. <laughs> Usually, uh, traveling when you travel, uh, one of the first things I like to do personally is try the coffee where I'm at. Yeah. So if I go to Puerto Rico, I went to the actual Puerto Rican brand they use out there. You know, DR, I'm used to, you know, whatever brands they have. Santo Domingo and I forgot the other one. Um, 
even when Yo, I went to Europe. You know what coffee's good? What? McDonald's coffee, low key. Oh my god. It is. It's pretty good. As far as like American coffee goes. And you get 7 Eleven as well, right? No, no, no. <laughs> That's tar, bro. I you mean diesel? I think I think he meant diesel. Diesel, diesel. So it, it is part, it's like going to another country trying the cuisine. You gotta try the coffee. Not for real. What yeah. is your favorite so far in the trips oh. that you've been on? Yeah. Thanks favorite. for taking my question, Rick. Well, you, you were mute. I know, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Favorite country. <laughs> you know what? I have to say biased because in DR, uh, I am. Although I was, I was very, I was very. This is an unbiased answer, people. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell, tell you both points. So DR, I would have said yes, but it's not right because I love my country. I love my mm-hmm. people. I literally want to specialize in Dominican coffee because there's no face. We don't have a real. There's no representative for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there's a, a major leading brand in the country that leads it, but I don't think they're the one. To, to, to do that. They're just not the one. Um, I don't really like our coffees that we have down there. I'm just going to be honest. I drink it because that's what we got while we're down there. There's some really good ones, but they're just not up there because the competitive market is very cutthroat over there. Um, so we'll get into that a little later. Anyways, I would say Colombia was a better trip uh, because it wasn't in COVID. DR couldn't do much. At 7 o'clock, I had to be indoors or I was going to jail. Uh, you know, so it was very strict, very to the point. Colombia, I got to see the culture. I was in the mountains, you know, then we went back to the city. You know, I got to explore the culture, have some dinner, meet some old friends, you know. Um, and that's the beauty of, like, doing what I do. Like, I get to travel for these coffees, you know, meet some really amazing families that have been doing this for generations. And, uh, and you contribute to the economy of that country, of that family, of those kids. You yeah. know, purchasing their crop, you know, so Colombia was really nice because I got to meet some really nice people and got to explore the Colombian culture, too. You know, I, I'm the type of person where if I had money, like real money to, to blow, I would just travel the world. Like, I, I, I just love to travel, explore, try new food, try new drinks, you know, and just try new things, you know. So so I, I would say Colombia because it was something totally different. Um, you no, know, there's a there's a YouTube show in there for you, bro. Like a, a, a parts unknown. Like Anthony the traveler, man. man. But like coffee only. <laughs> oh, that's actually I, I would watch that. That's that cafecito around the world. Then we go. Yeah. Yo, I you would wa- I would watch that. You, uh, know. Yo, you gotta say it right now. Go copywritten. Uh, Hector Castillo Carvajal. Don't traveling. Don't Carvajal traveling the world. First, for coffee. guys, you heard it here first. Don't try to steal the idea. Uh, uh, <laughs> tell my lawyer to tune in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Colombia was it for me. I would say that that was Colombia definitely out of the two. Now, what's your favorite coffee? I, when you I, wake up in the morning, what's your go-to? My, I'll be. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, tell this to my friend, and they laugh at me. Some mornings I don't even drink coffee. I wake up at five. What? Yeah. Sometimes I wake up. I I make my gym meal. I go run to the gym. Then I get back. Then I shower. Then I go to like the warehouse, pick up the coffee. Uh-huh. Then I go to the office, do my day. And I have meetings, many meeting, meetings, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta go to sleep because I gotta wake up at five the next day again. Then I wake up, go roast coffee, 
then if I have 10 minutes while I'm roasting coffee, like this thing is at 470 degrees. I'm like, okay, can't take your eyes off because you're going to start a fire. Something, so point is, some mornings I don't drink coffee because I don't have time right now. But uh, I am, I don't have, it's like having kids. Like my coffees are like having kids. Like I got five kids, you know, and I love them all equally because if I didn't love them, you know, I would There's always a favorite. <laughs> I, 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 I'll say it as much. Okay. Um, I, I, I think Dominican coffee holds dear to my heart. Um, it doesn't, I don't think it has the recognition it deserves. Um, and meanwhile, Dominican coffee competes right next to Colombian. And people glorify Colombian coffee as the best of the world. Uh, I think well, it's up. because, uh, what's the name of the character that they use for Bustano? Um, they got a shop on 55th about all about him. Oh, Juan Valdez. Yeah, Juan Valdez, yeah. Yeah, so BR actually came runner-up to Colombia. Like Yo, what's, what's, who's, like, do you know the history of Juan Valdez? What's his deal? He's not a real person. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So Juan Valdez is, like, this made-up character. Like Johnny uh, Appleseed, but for coffee? Like, like, like. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much it's like Uncle Sam for the war or taxes, um, uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I, I, I'm just wondering if it was like a real dude, like yo. It wasn't a real person. They just literally it was like a coffee guru in Colombia. It was a concept they wanted to sell. Oh, like maybe, I'm sure an American advertisement company. You know what I mean? Like if he wasn't my grandfather, he would have been like a Juan Valdez, more or less, right? Oh, but that's your actual grandfather on the label. But this is a real person. You know what I mean? No, but I feel like oh, I like that. That's dope. You need to brand. You need to brand Hector as the real, the real Juan Valdez. It sounds like he's the, real, the one that's really going out there. I think I, honestly, I think it's very interesting because, um, like, uh, pre-COVID, I was very engaged uh, in getting out there and bringing awareness to the brand. And I think right now, like me doing this interview, uh, I have like a panel next week with like some business owners. Uh, it's gonna be broadcasted to like almost a thousand people about economic growth in the Bronx for entrepreneurs. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just getting on these panels and speaking about my business experience or getting on more podcasts. Like, it's interesting because people are starting to get to know my name, you know? And I, mm. I, I always lived, you know, like in a world where it was, I was like, wow, I always wonder if people are going to get to know my name. You know, like, you know, you live and time passes and sometimes you pass and nobody remembers you, you know? And that's like the idea I want for my grandfather. Like, I, I, I'm, I think about it like, you know, one day, you know, there's going to be a new wave of people that come into this world. We're going to be gone. And it's like, will people remember this? You know what I mean? I think about that. You know, will, will, will this survive the cut? And will this make it generations? And will this feed my kids? And will this feed my kids' kids? You know? I mean, I think that I think that you are becoming the, 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 the guy that's on the cover. You feel me? Like, you're yeah. becoming the Don Carvajal that then is going to pass the torch to the next Don Carvajal. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, that's how I see it. I, I, I mean, shit, I, you, I really, I'm gonna be yo, honest with I really want to go. I'm really about that farm life. I really want to go um to to farms in the yard. I don't know. I really I see it now. Some shit that I, I see craze now with the album. You wear overalls, craze? Just yo, just cause overalls. Just cause with some rain boots and send me pictures, bro. I got some overalls and a straw hat. I got all that. And a straw hat. Say less. You're not ready. You're so not ready. I. I think that so far, um, first of all, I've heard of Hector about a year ago and the coffee. I think it was a year ago. Oh, wow. Um, and it's just I kept seeing 
your coffee, the just the coffee, the logo, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I saw you on a chilling, and I know Steve knows you as well. Um, that's shout out Steve Lucian. Shout out Steve Lucian. Lucian, Lucian, baby. Um, so I just was like, yo, I like I like the fact that he's doing his thing, and then you're on this Mastercard small business thing as well. Yo. Uh, fucking entrepreneur. I don't know you, but it makes me proud of you. Like, right. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, for a person who owns a small business and is out there doing that every day, um, which each little success or good piece of news that comes out, uh, I just I feel like your goal to be the top coffee in DR, easily obtainable. And I think that your brand, a few more years in the, in the States, can be pretty big. So. Oh. Definitely. You're there, man. Just you. You gotta keep doing exactly what you're doing. You know your recipe. You know your audience. Yeah, you. you know, you know. It's funny because uh, um, praise went to the market, and and you probably saw the tent, and you was like, "Oh, that's dumb right there. That's yeah. dumb, right?" And and I don't mean to like shame anybody, right? But like, you don't see any other vendor at any market with a customized tent with right. the Instagram with the logo, with the beans, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I've always been very keen on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just like, let people know where you're at. Like, who are you? What do you do? You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't, I spend a lot of money on marketing content, like the 10. And- I think that shows when, when, you know, obviously it, it's like when people buy it, it's like, damn, I see where it's going. Like, this is luxury. Like, you don't go and buy Gucci for no reason. Like, you want the bag, you want the, you want the bag just to take like, out like at that point like you want that feel for it and in a sense you know that's what it feels like your brand is leaning towards it, it's more like that very luxurious very gourmet very you know like you said for a connoisseur right and i also want people to like a, the part the component of my brand is also is like ethical consumerism like like let's be honest maybe all, all of us on this call right now we don't have time to go protest because we might have bills we got rent to pay. We got kids. We have responsibilities, and we can't just get up and go and just go protest. You know what I mean? Um, and and I think companies now are moving to this this sphere, at least mine, where we're like being ethical consumers. You know what I mean? Like I want my consumers to be ethical about where they spend their money. You know what I mean? Like certain companies, you might hear some really bad stuff pertaining to Black Lives Matter and and how they tell you, hey, you can't wear Wendy's. Black- Oh man, I ain't say no names. <laughs> so some companies might tell their workers, "Hey, you can't wear Black Lives Matter promo at while you're on the." I'll clock. say it's Starbucks. But so so it's one of those things where like it makes people real con- uh, conscious of where they spend their money. You know, it, you really want to give money to the companies that are saying that to their employees, or at least that treat them that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's something that I try to tell my employees, or at least my 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 customers. You know, like. Be mindful where you spend your money, um, and wh- where where does it go? Is does it stay in the community? Do they reinvent it into the people? You know. So well, that's um, about the the brand um, Don Carver Hall. It's a it's a Bronx brand. It's a community brand. I feel like it's also a story. And I mentioned the, your your Instagram stuff. I feel like you know how to tell the story of the fucking you know the bean. And the fucking the essence of the coffee, bro, like that shit. Crazy in love with the beans. I fuck with. I, love you know what I'm like the, but to emphasize Hector's point, uh, it just recently came out that uh, three designers came up with the concept to bring back Puma hoops. Puma. It was three black designers, 
Um, this was on the Hey Now podcast. Shout out to Hey Now. Uh, and the Puma, the corporation, took the ideas, ran with it. Uh, they signed J. Cole. They put Jay-Z as president. They did all these things. But the three people that came up with the entire idea behind the whole thing weren't compensated at all. So, yes. like, a lot of people are wearing Pumas now. And it's because they're being influenced. Too, you know, Once you hear Jay-Z's name attached to something, everybody's like, let me see what that brand is about. If you don't do your proper homework, you might be contributing to the cause, to the wrong cause. Right, right. Um, so that's just that. That's why there's certain coffees. You know, that yellow can, I say the yellow can, I'm not going to say the name. The yellow can, I like it. It's a go-to. I grew up with it. But I'd rather take that yellow can any day of the week over that green cup. Um, Green Mountain Coffee? No, not Green Mountain Coffee. That's, by the way, that's disgusting. That's the fucking, that's the office brand. I I, I can't deal with that shit. The office brand. That diesel. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, And you know know how there's like street beef? You know how there's street beef and there's like rat beef you know what i mean like yo i never wait there's bean beef there's bean beef crazy yo it's crazy coffee bean beef so let me know i I never knew like there'd be beef and coffee like like really like you know what i mean so like it's very interesting your bags off the shelf tell me (laughs) it's one of those things where people just see you doing your thing and like they can't you know como que no te pueden superar so they like just copy your whole thing. Like, wait, are these Latino people or is this different? No, this no. is a problem with us. We're not it's unified. They just buying, man. It's your own people. They just buying. Especially Dominicans. We like to. Oh, you could be. You you could succeed, but not more than me. So it's the concept of crabs in a barrel. You know what I mean? Like, you ever seen crabs at, at the at the fish spot? They just yeah, each other down. You know, so it's that concept of like I never thought I'd be in like coffee, bean, cafe, oh, bean beef, baby, crazy. All right, so Yo, let's call them out. Fuck them. I mean, if you want to. Nah, nah. I keep it very, <laughs> I keep it very political because you never know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But um, you know, I wasn't the one who bit the bullet. You know what I mean? I just off I just, the air, off the air. You tell me. So when I see it in the fucking store, I could push that shit Just knock the whole shelf down. Yeah, but yo, there's been like three brands uh, that have been copying our concepts. You know what I mean? And it's interesting because at some point, like when I came into this coffee stuff, I looked up. So there's to- culture vultures in coffee also. Culture vultures is crazy, right? Um, and uh, and they try to get your secret sauce, man. But it's, listen. If you ain't got the sauce, you ain't got the sauce. Give him the Big Mac <laughs> sauce. That's what you do. You give him the Big I mean, Mac. So, so if you ain't got the sauce, you're just the juice, and the juice don't last that long. Okay. Um, but um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. So that was an interesting one talking about that. Kind yeah, of- so Hector's not gonna fake ass, names. All you fake ass coffee brands out there. Uh, we on your fucking necks. Ah, uh, because sometimes people think it's just as easy as slapping a name on a bag, and it's not like that. Yeah. And you gotta do your homework. Let us know. We got, we got some so, coffee. we're not going to allow anybody to drink any other brand of coffee on this show. Not uptown. Than yours. I'm saying. Than yours. Not uptown. I'm saying. That's it. I'm starting to drink coffee from this point forward. Jayla, you have to drink coffee. Jayla, you know, if you, you got to send me some the, coffee, though. If she has the flavored cold brew, she'll, she'll like it. I'm not going to 
Yo. Like my introduction to the non-coffee drinkers. Like, yo sé que tengo café, pero we'll have this already. Perfect. Yo. That's what I need. It's cold brew. Money back guarantee. <laughs> and there's a surprise inside the cold brew, I feel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My best friend's Brazilian, and she said, she's like, I'm going to have to judge that. <laughs> well, we got you. She knows her coffee. You got to let us know. Hey, we doing three, two, one? Yes, we are. We're going to that right now. Um, so we have a segment on the show. It's called three, two, one. Okay. Three things you're watching, two things you're listening to, and one thing you do to keep your sanity. Like, this is like a COVID, you know, quarantine. This is like a COVID quarantine segment. Yeah. Right? So we'll start off with the first one. What are three things you've been watching right. during COVID? Hold up right now. All right, boom. Uh, all right. Money Heist is number one. Let's go. Best show on television. La Casa del Papel. That's, that's, that's where it's at, bro. My man, this is a brainiac genius. By the way, you got you to gotta watch Locked Up on Netflix. It's called Visa V. Oh, you like Money God. Heist. I'm just saying, it's a pretty good show from Spain. That sounds nice. That sounds nice. All right, what else? I'm looking at my Netflix right now. This is just taking three years to load. So Money Heist is number one. Very interesting. Um, other than that, uh, LA Originals. That was pretty interesting, getting to know the LA culture. Um, Yo, that was a good one, bro. That's a good show. I like that. That was pretty dope. Um, and then other than that, uh, it was this uh, this show called Project Power. That was pretty interesting. I don't know if you saw that one. Yo, I like Is that, that the Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx yeah. one? Yeah. 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 I'll talk to that shit. That's my top three right now. And, and, and like in the beginning of the quarantine, I had two weeks. Where I was home. I was like, okay, my business is going to shit. Uh, what am I going to do? We're in a pandemic. Nobody wants to buy shit. Then uh, two weeks later, I leave my house. And I go to stores. And I had not one bag on one shelf. Everything was sold out in 50 stores. And I'm just like, wow. okay, I need money. To fucking refill all these shelves. <laughs> like I need money to buy enough volume to to be able to sell some people were hoarding because I yeah they were just going hammer time right so people were just going like this like this they didn't even know you know how many customers I discovered during the pandemic because they were just trying stuff you know like their favorite brand sold out so they was like this bag of brown and they just picked it up coffee and toilet paper are in the same you hammer. need that in your house hammer time. yeah it was crazy so. Uh, what uh, two things I'm listening to? Oh, I got you. Yeah, right. I gotta give you hit you with the real facts. Hold on. Uh, oh man, oof, oof, that's a tough one. That's a and tough it doesn't one. have to be music. It, it could be, be an audio book. Also, it could be audio books. It could yeah. be podcasts. It could be anything. Just besides the Rick A. Show, what other podcasts? Or <laughs> I was gonna say that I don't count, man. You took one already. You took <laughs> one already. Uh, <laughs> I would say podcast wise, I honestly haven't listened, been listening to much. Besides the That's because you only listen to this show, right? Exactly. We get it, we understand. So, so that there's that part. Uh, I've been very busy lately. Like I've worked every single day of the pandemic. That's um, a blessing. God bless. Are you like a, a hip hop um, connoisseur? Yeah. yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. So, uh, it's a tough one. I've been listening to the Pharrell Williams with Jay Z Entrepreneur. That one hit my line. That was a pretty good song. I resonated with it well, and I would say the Drake laugh now, cry later, because that's my life right now. You know what I mean? No. Um, uh, like my friends, yeah. sometimes they're like, "Oh man, I've been working so hard. I don't got time for myself." And I'm like, "Yo, bro, you're you're, you're in your twenties. 
shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, find it out, get it, and uh, get to the bag, man. Like, just everybody want to admire Bezos and uh, Steve Jobs and all and all of these people who they idolize. But it's like, bro, they put in work to be there, bro. Yo, especially these young kids, they're complaining, and it's like, yo, you're young, first of all. Second of all, you don't have kids yet. Shut up. Keep it moving. Do everything you can now. Right. Well, a lot of people want the end result, but don't want the journey. And the journey is sacrifice. There's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made in order for you to be 45 and chilling on a boat. Yo, right. but um, you gotta be grinding the, when you're 20. On the hip hop tip, what are your thoughts on WAP? <laughs> I feel like this is a controversial, you know, song. For, I don't really see why it's so controversial. What, what do you think, bro? Tell me. I just think it's because Cardi did it. That's why. I, I think I, it's great. I, I, I'll tell you this much. Well, by the way, breaking news is getting divorced from Offset. Oh, oh it's not. Nah. Not confirmed yet. Nah. Uh, so it's on it's on news cycles, but it's not confirmed yet. Let me see. Hold on. That's crazy. I mean, she probably is, but it's not confirmed yet. Yeah, I got a question for you after this one. But I would say WAP is a very interesting song. You know, uh, I, I think that uh, there's a double standard to it. Like, I don't think nobody uh, uh, claps at plies when he's straight, says you know, kitty, 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 101 times. Um, so I, I think it's a double standard. Like when men talk about crazy things, they don't really make a big deal out of, out of it, you know, but when, when Megan and Cardi say it, it's like the ending of the world. You know what I mean? Um, I think we're moving to a space where like, yeah, like uh, kids might listen to it. You know what I mean? But like, I think as a parent, you ultimately like should control what your kids have access to. Um, and at some point, like, listen, your kids, you can't control them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. at some point, my mom couldn't control me. Like, I just grew up how I grew up. At least, you know, we turned out well. We ain't no Pablo Escobar's over here. Yo, we grew up on the Uchi Wali. Yeah, Brown wasn't a song back in the day. Yeah, like, if my, mom up, knew, if my mom knew what up. she was saying, she would have not, she would have not condoned. You know what I mean? Like, my mom, whole block. Bang bang, k k You know what I'm saying? Like what? Yo, we grew up on "Back That Ass Up" and um the Uchi Wally remix. Uchi Wally remix by Nas and Queen's uh, yeah. Fine. So and so I, I you know, one thing the one thing that you're doing to keep your sanity during this uh, quarantine season crisis. crisis. I, I, I'll tell you this much. I started uh I started going to the gym last week because they opened back up again. Um, and, uh, I've always had the mentality of like, I don't have time for a lot of things. Right. But then I really realized you have time for whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, like I do a lot in my day. So I simply hired one more person and made them do six hours of my day. You know what I mean? And then I wanted to get rid of something else for my task. So I hired another person to help me out with that. You know what I mean? And you make time if you want, because what's the point of having all the money in the world if you can't enjoy a run at the gym or a good meal in the morning and you're always rushing, you know? So for me, it's, uh, I wake up earlier now, like five in the morning, you know, on around like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I just go to the gym at six, you know, by seven, 15, I'm done. Seven 30. I'm back home by eight. I'm ready. And then I go to the office. Um, and that's my routine. Like I just go to the gym in the morning uh, because I think at the ending of the day, it's such a toll. Like, oh, you're tired. You had a whole day. Somebody pissed you off. You're tight. 
traffic crazy, the train is packed or something. You're just not in the mood for it no more. And your energy is gone. But for me, it's like when I wake up in the morning, I have a green smoothie or egg, like an egg white omelet or something. I'm fully energized. I'm awake. You know, by the time I get to the office, I already ran. I sweated all. I had to sweat. And then I took a nice clean shower and I'm in the office brand new. Let's go. Ain't, ain't no better feeling than walking down the hallway and your legs is hurting off the exercise. Like, oh, that hurt because it's supposed to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's one of those things like I work for. You know what I mean? It's like checking your account at the end of the week. Like my check look better because I put in the work Monday through Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the gym I, is my my little sanity place, you know? My knee, my knee be hurting, but I don't think that it's supposed to. Crazy knee be hurting just from sitting down. I don't think so either. <laughs> Yeah, Don't get that checked out, Craze. Um, I'm a morning person as well. I can relate to that. So, if our listeners want to try Don Cavajal, right? it's available at certain supermarkets. Yes. But they could go to the Instagram, which is at Don Cavajal Cafe. Cafe, not coffee. Yes. Uh, if you have any questions for Hector, he's more than welcome to. I might more welcome to answer them. You answer you answer your DMs. He responds to DMs. He just said that he's very uh, he likes to interact with customers and potential customers. So, um, if so, yeah. you're in the Bronx by D. Wood Clinton on a Saturday, I'm saying there is a tent. I'm saying uh, Craze recommends the you might run into me. You might, you might run into Craze. He might buy you a coffee. My, that's, that's why I go get my Don Carbajal cafe no. and my micro. Cafe. My bad, Hector. If you see Craze there, he's got to buy you a, a, a cold brew. So I'm saying on Craze. Oh, on Craze. On Craze, yeah. If you catch me there, it's on swipe. me. Swipe. Swipe. Yo, Craze going to be running to the tent. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I cut you off. I'm sorry, Hector. What were you, what were you saying? I was going to say, we're also at Riverdale on Sundays, um, but for the next three Sundays, we're not going to be there because it is a Jewish holiday, um, and it is hosted at a at a Jewish uh, place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, I don't know what it is, but it's a Jewish place, um, and it's going to be closed for the next Probably three. a synagogue or something like that. Yeah, that's the word. They don't want to butcher it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they don't want to butcher it. Uh, so yeah, we're there every Sunday, but for the next three, we won't. Um, but uh, we're also in Westchester County, Hastings, Chappaqua, and Irvington. So if you're there on Saturday or Sunday, pull up on us. If you check out our Instagram, we have a market schedule for Saturday and Sunday. Sees the address, the times, and the days. So we'll, we'll up. put up your um, your stuff on there. We'll get your addresses too, because I, I, I want to check we'll, out. The- we'll put it up on the story and on our feed as well. Uh, Hector will send me the information. I'll relay it. You want to start your morning right? No. Get you a nice cup of cafe. Saying. Don't cover high. That's my favorite part. You Uptown's finest coffee. Uptown's uh, finest. Uh, my favorite part is when customers DM me personally, like, yo, yo, which market are you going to be at? Because I got to get that shit from you. <laughs> that shit is hilarious, yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you do, you know, Hector's got a personal Instagram. So it's, uh, I think it's dc.heck or something. Like that. Yes. Or heck dc something. Yeah. Uh, but hit him up on the coffee page. Try the cafe. I'm going to get a couple of bags for myself. Uh, and I'm going to try the Cobra with praise. Let's go. Yo, bring them through. Bring them through. You already know. It's weekend. So, Hector, we, me and Crazy got an invitation for you for something else. 
We'll tell you off air. <laughs> There's something big coming in October. I like and that. And I'm just going to drop that teaser. Hey, man, I'll tell you this much. I was born in October. You know what I'm saying? OVO, baby. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for being on the show, man. We fucking love you. We love your coffee. Absolutely. Thank you for your time and everything. We look forward to see the legacy be built. Um, and uh, we support you all the way. You friend of the show, welcome any fucking time. Welcome to the family. You're welcome like at any time. Like they say, muchas bendiciones and many, many, many years of success to come. Yeah, thank you. Man. And Jayla lives in Florida where there's a ton of cortaditos and she's never had a cortadito. I've had a cortadito before. I just told you I'm not a fan of coffee. Fun fact, I might go to Miami uh, if there's a company. Yo. My yoga organic. Let, Let me know. She's right Let there. Let me know. I got right you. There. It's the way to I'll... go. There's a company out there and like uh, it's called My Yoga Organics and Homie has this amazing space where he roasts coffee and has coffee shop and he does cacao too and he's hispanic i think he's colombian and it's just like oh wait are you gonna move into the chocolate industry too are you, point, are you thinking about it at some point at some point we're gonna do chocolate tea and a lot of other things nice Ooh. tea. you know I, I think coffee. i'm ready for that limit you know i think there's no limit you know there's there's keurig there's instant there's decaf coffee uh, there's whatever. There's oh. Then you're going to make the machine, those machines, then espresso is not going to be an espresso. It's going to be the extra espresso. When, when, when you get the Don Cabajal hibiscus tea, let me know when, when y'all get on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank, thanks to Hector for being on the show. I didn't mean to cut you off. You were going to say something. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Miami. I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Let Can me I know. <laughs> Next Tuesday is Craze Day. Ooh. So, I don't know what guests are going to come up. I don't know who's going to be on the show. I don't know anything. It's crazy. It's, That's it's exactly crazy what day. that means. You're just going to have to wait. all about craze. We'll see. Craze got some big announcements next week to make also mm. about October. Mm. Um, and it's whatever craze wants to do. Let's do it. Hype it. Thanks for coming on. I'll put up the, the schedule for Saturdays and Sundays where they'll be at. Uh, my I forgot my sign out. Yo, just much say, love yes. and God bless. Much love, <laughs> much love and God bless. I'll see you guys next week. Wait, by the next way, week. happy uh Independence Day, to Costa Rica, oh. Central America. Happy Whoa. Independence Day, Costa. First of all, Costa Rica said, just because we're not Dominican. Hold on a second. First of all, we're celebrating Latin Heritage Month starting today. I put up something on our Instagram. Did you know that the inventor of color television was Mexican? You didn't go to our Instagram find out. Second of all, at the beginning of the show, you said you didn't drink coffee. I got a call from Costa Rica, the government, and they said that you are no longer a citizen. Whatever. Because you don't I... drink coffee. So happy Independence Day Listen, to Costa Rica. <laughs> Happy like Independence most, Day to Mexico. Like most Dominicans do. He just changed my mind, darling. <laughs> Don't have a hot cafe at your shelves in the supermarket. Start your morning right. God bless. Much respect. Thank you so much, bro. Hey, later, bro. Buenas noches.